0: Guys, welcome back to another podcast. This is uh, Sarah Gunter with uh, the podcast Fit Life with Sarah Gunter, and uh, this is my third episode. So, if you have not checked out my previous episodes, you should. <laughs> I might um, in this in this episode I might just plug my previous episodes, um, in, in this episode, uh, because a lot of things I say is going to be overlapping a little bit. And instead of repeating myself a hundred times, then I'll probably just tell you, go back and listen to episode number two, for example, cause I'm only at number three. So the one that you would really want to listen to is the one right before this. Um, so a little theme with my podcast is some are going to be serious where we're talking about, um, like I hate saying science stuff because it's like, that sounds so boring, but it is more science based stuff where I'm telling you the facts. So like my last episode was about the macronutrients and that would be, um, proteins, carbs, and fats and In general, learning about proteins, carbs, and fats is extremely boring, but I try to make it fun um, so that, you know, you're able to understand it. Um, So some episodes might be more educational like that. Other episodes are going to be more fun um, where you can just laugh and agree to and be like, yeah, that was totally me or that's ridiculous or things like that. Um so today is going to be one of those episodes. Um it is biggest fitness myths exposed. And we I think we've all been there. We all have the same mindset because no one is perfect. Everybody is going to be struggling with something that the you know, media or Um, the magazines or the diet culture or whatever is trying to shove down our throat, we're going to be, we're going to forget all of our education and all of our, um, like common sense and think, oh my God, I have to listen to whatever diet culture is saying because they're correct, which in reality it's not, but we're all humans and it happens. And it even happens to me. Sometimes I get, you know, freaked out like, oh God, I have to do a lot of cardio or I need to go really fast in my workout, like make it a hit workout, or I need to eat no carbs or I need to eat high carb or I need to eat real- nothing but protein or uh, all fat, no carb. It's just, it's literally a nightmare. And part of my goal here too with this podcast is to help educate you guys on just getting out of that routine, which I like to tell you guys the truth, the simple truth about health and fitness and just be completely brutally honest and give you all sides of every angle, I guess. Um, because There are things that I can agree with with the diet culture, and I'm saying that in quotations. um, Because, yes, if that is your goal, you're going to want to do that. But for the general population, for someone like you or someone like me, that specific thing that they're promoting at this specific time is just... It doesn't work. Because then in another year it's going to be something completely different and we have noticed the trends like um, a few years ago it was low carb keto which keto is still a huge thing Um, and then now it's more vegetarian or vegan diet um, anti-meat and I have obviously my thoughts and opinions on all of that but I don't discredit or tell you you should never do that unless there's a specific maybe medical reason, um, which obviously I'm not qualified to even help you with. So you're, that's, it's pretty irrelevant for me to even say, but I can tell you my, uh, professional opinions and my advice on, uh, those certain topics. Um, but I'm, you know, that's a, whole different show, I feel like, um, but one of the, so in this episode, we're going to talk about today. So I have 10 fitness myths, um, and I'm going to be exposing the truth, um, about, about them. So I, we're just going to dive right in. Uh, the first, um, myth (laughs) is, the first one that I actually thought of, and that's why it's number one, and this is not in any type of order, that number one is the most biggest myth out there, and number 10 is not, it's you'll find a mix, and it applies to you differently, um, and it applies to people, different people, um, because, you know, we all have been on a different journey um, in our fitness life. So the very first one that I thought of was that fit tees and waist tremors or sweat belts help you lose weight. And that is a huge myth because it is not true. <laughs> it's simply just not true. No, it does not make you lose weight. You know what makes you lose weight is proper diet and proper exercise for your specific body in this specific time and space okay that's what's gonna help you lose weight um all those things do especially okay i'll tell you what the fit teas do you have to look at the ingredients and you need to search them fit teas either all they do is curb your appetite which i am not a fan of because that just leads to about metab- metabolic damage because if you're stunting your appetite If you have a serious appetite problem, you need to go see a doctor. Where if you feel like you need to eat 24-7 and you can't control it, like legitimately, you need to go to see a doctor Um, or a nutritionist. Someone who's been, you know, around the block or two with those things. Um, Fit teas either have the, like I said, the um, uh, blockers that suppress your appetite or... They have things in there that stimulate, um, a bowel movement, which could be bad. It could not be, good. It could be, could be horrible. So, um, either you're not eating or you're, you know, in the bathroom that whole day and you, so you're going to lose a couple pounds only because you're dehydrated and you literally cannot hold anything in or you're not even eating, which in the long run, you're doing way more damage to your body than you're helping your body. And also those fit teas are just not regulated. So who even knows what you're getting in those things? It's just ridiculous. And then the waist trimmers and those sweat belt things, um, those actually, so the waist trimmers or, um, like a corset or, uh, shaper or whatever it does not help you lose weight it is literally what it says is it shapes your body and so it's not going to be permanent by any means um if you wear it every day then you will probably get damage in your inside your body um but it's not going to help you actually lose pounds all it's going to do is create this illusion that maybe you did and you're just going to look like you have a smaller waist or things like that but no it does not help you lose weight so if you see claims by these stupid companies that are saying you're gonna lose 10 pounds in one month because all and all you have to do is wear wear this or drink this then it's just completely false and it's just a complete nightmare because then you're wasting your money And you're actually wasting your time because you could have been putting in the real work in that month instead of just keeping your same lifestyle and not doing anything to help yourself. So, um, pretty much, that's it. Uh, The second one is for mostly for females. So, I mean, I'm a female, so I might direct a lot of my stuff towards females, but this can also be used towards males too, just because it just depends on depends on your goals, obviously, but this one's going to be a little bit more towards females, and that lifting heavy makes you big, and I feel like that this is just the absolute biggest thing that everyone talks about, especially females, or trainers, or whoever, because I mean, it's just it's a little overdone, but I had to add it in here because it is a myth. Um, everyone talks about it. Um, lifting heavy does not make you big at all. And if we want to talk about size is, I mean, health comes in all different shapes and sizes. And I'm not saying that you're healthy at a certain size over another size. I'm just, because I, I don't believe in, health at every size, which I probably just, you know, contradicted myself there. But there's a movement out there that is health at every size. And if you're clearly overweight or obese, you're obviously not healthy. Um, So that's what I mean by health at every size. But our body shape is different. Like my body shape is different than every other girl's body shape out there because nobody has my structure. Nobody you literally do not have my skeleton in y- in y- like your skin, OK? We all are made of the same bone structure uh, of bones, you know, the same structural support, but you're probably taller than I am. J- like 90 percent of the population is taller than me, maybe more, because I'm five foot one and a half. I'm not tall at all. So obviously, like I am short and stocky. And there, I have a lot of muscle on my body. And that's just how I was genetically. And I am not big. A lot of people have said, gosh, you're so tiny. But I'm like, yeah, I'm my normal size. I lift so heavy. I, I like to lift heavy because if I don't, I feel like I'm not accompli- accomplishing anything. I mean, why, you know, why bother if I'm not going to give 100%? You know what I mean? So big just means something totally different than like muscular or anything else, because be getting big might mean you're gaining weight or you're overweight or you're obese or things like that. You're a big person and lifting weights does not do that. Um, it actually, so it's just, it's just crazy, um, we can go into a whole conversation about that too. Um, but what, what makes you big is simply just overeating. Okay. What makes you bigger than what you are is overeating. Um, I mean, I'm not, not here to make anyone feel bad, but it's just, it's the truth. If you're going to eat well above your, you know, maintenance calories, which is a, complicated formula. It's not complicated, but it's a formula. There's a formula to figure it out. Um, you know, trial and error also, but if you're going to eat above that on a consistent basis, you're going to gain weight and you're going to become bigger. Okay. But lifting weights is actually crucial and it's important whether you're doing, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to be in the gym for that at all either. So, but having some type of resistance training is crucial for many, many, many different reasons. Um, And I can go on and on about that. Um, But one thing I wanna note here is that muscle, muscle, muscle is denser than fat. And so you'll see someone that is short, compact, maybe like me, I'm not saying that I have the perfect body, but I've got a decent amount of muscle on here. You would never guess how much I weighed because you'd think I'm like, I don't know. I've, someone actually told me. Someone thought I was 15 pounds lighter than what I actually am. Which is a huge compliment because, I mean, when you weigh more than what you really like want to be, which weight is relative, then it feels good when someone's like, oh, you look like you're, you know x amount of pounds when you're really not you really weigh more so muscle just is it's just denser and it's going to hold more mass in a smaller area compared to body fat um so our bodies are just weird and different and your body changes over time so it's like just lift weights eat healthy whatever. Do it. That's what you gotta do. Um, sounds simple, but there's a lot, there's a lot more to it. Um, but I just want to go over that myth, even though it's well overdone. Um, because clearly it just had to be said. Um, okay. Let's go to number three and this one actually came up. Let me see. I think there's one... Okay, so this one isn't it, but there's one that actually one of my clients talked about me, talked about it with me today, Um, but this one is not it. It'll come later, Um, but the third one is that cardio burns a lot of body fat, which, I mean, literally speaking, no. Uh, Cardio burns calories and... There's also a lot to talk about this. Um, So just to get into a little bit of that education, um, if you are a cardio person where all you do is cardio, you actually might shrink, but your body fat percentage or the amount of fat that you just hold onto your body might either stay the same or actually increase. Which is ridiculous, right? I'm losing weight and I'm actually dropping a couple pant sizes. But why am I flabbier or why do I have all this extra skin or so on and so forth? You know, it's just it, it makes no sense. Well, I'll tell you, cardio burns calories, which if you're following a traditional calorie in, calorie out like diet, no matter what you're eating, you're going to lose weight, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to lose fat. Okay. And you add about a lot of cardio on top of that. It's just crazy. So you're basically, basically when you're doing that, you're spinning your wheels and you're hurting yourself in the long run, then helping yourself, you know, for this time being. So Um, cardio is going to burn a lot of calories in a short period of time. So when you do say 30 minutes of cardio on a, um, treadmill, let's just say you walk or you're outside walking because it's nice out, you know, whatever. I don't even care. You're just walking. You're going to burn calories during that walk. And then there's a period of time after you are done walking, like doing your exercise that you're still going to be burning calories the afterburn, you know, whatever, um, that happens. Okay. Um, so, and this is why I go to my neck. my previous point is lifting weights, um, is building muscle and having more muscle on your body is actually going to be building up your metabolism and burning more, more calories in a longer period of time after the exercise so you can have two different people the same exact weight okay say we have person a that weighs 150 pounds who doesn't exercise except for walking um and then you have person b who um weighs 150 pounds and doesn't do any cardio and but uh does all weight training. So the per, per the full, first of all they're going to have different body types because you know we have one more muscle and one less muscle. So the body structure is going to look completely different. Um but also person A at that moment is burning for example Let's just say 100 calories in that hour that they're just standing around doing whatever, which this is an unrealistic situation, of um, what they're doing. But, you know, bear with me here. So say they're just sitting on the couch. That's realistic. You sit on the couch for an hour. Person A, person B. They're watching the TV show. So, uh, person A, say they burn 100 calories and just sitting on the couch doing nothing because your brain is burning calories, digestive system is working, you're breathing, maybe you're fidgeting, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, um, that's just burning calories. So, say she burns 100 calories or he, whatever. Person, um, B is, all, is, does no cardio, um, but weight trains, they burn, and this is totally preposterous. I don't know the actual, um, like, difference between us. But say that she, this person burns 300 calories just sitting on a couch doing the same exact thing as person A. Say they're f- best friends and they're watching their, you know, show together. So that's, that's the difference. Cardio does not burn fat. Muscle is going to help. Do do that work for you when you're doing nothing. Um and fat like you just don't burn fat. Your fat cells actually shrink in size when you're you're losing weight or losing body fat, they actually shrink in size. When you gain fat slash gain weight, whatever, your uh, fat cells actually grow in size and it gets you Can grow more uh, body fat cells, which is I forget what it's actually called. Someone will have to look that up for me. Um, But that's actually super dangerous, and that can be. I mean, it's not. It's not gonna kill you, but it makes life way harder when you're trying to diet again. And that is from yo-yo dieting because you're going up, down, up, down, up, down, and it's like your body cannot catch a break when you gain a lot of weight you're going crazy and all of a sudden these more of these fat cells are just getting created. That's just so it's unhealthy and we obviously don't want that. Um but no, cardio in general does not burn fat. Cardio burns calories which can aid in weight loss, but it's not going to burn fat. So if all you're doing is cardio work like walking or running or whatever and you're not doing any type of weight training, then you're not going to have the amount of muscle that, like, for example, person B will have where they can do half the work and burn way more calories than person A. Um, I hope I got my point across to you. So hopefully that works. Um, okay, myth number four is in order to lose weight, I must eat less. And again, that's just so not true. And um, so I did write here, um, it does depend on where you are, where you're in your fitness journey, um, like whether you need to eat more now to build your metabolism. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different situations that come from this. But in general, in order to lose weight, you must eat less. That's just not true. like I said, it depends on what situation that you're in. Because when I cut for a bodybuilding show, clearly I'm eating less at the very end of my prep. Because, I mean, that's just what happens. Um, But um, that's just just totally, totally different than lifestyle. But I just want to say just one thing here is... This is real life, too, and just happened today. So there's this lady at the gym that I work at, and she said today, well, okay, so two weeks ago, we'll tell you the backstory. Two weeks ago, she was like, I feel so drained by one o'clock, you know, in the afternoon. I'm ready for bed because she's so tired. And then um, after her workout, she's really tired when normally she isn't. And she just feels like she's not, she just doesn't feel good. And we talked about what she ate because clearly she's in here. We see her all all the time. She's working out, doing whatever, but she's on this new diet. I don't know what the diet was, but it was a diet off of the back of a supplement like container, which you should never follow in general. Um... (laughs) She was following that calorie-wise, I'm assuming less than a 1,000, which just blows my mind. And she felt so guilty. Like, she said, I almost ate a whole mango. I mean, I have done that multiple times. Because, actually, when she said, I almost ate a whole mango, I I ate a half of a mango. And I feel so guilty. I could have eaten the other half. I'm like, mangoes sound good. So what did I do? I went to the store, bought a couple mangoes and yeah, I ate half a mango one day, half the mango the other day. And it was awesome. And it was very delicious. Um, Anyways, she just felt so guilty eating anything. And she was shocked that we were like, because it was me and another trainer that were talking to her. We said, you know, you can have peanut butter. And she's like, what? Oh my God. I'm like, yeah, like, that's going to pack in one, a lot of calories, but a lot of fat. That's going to be really essential, you know, for just general body function, right? So, um, she said today, I think it was a couple weeks since we talked to her about her diet. We didn't give her a plan, by the way. Um, We just told her to eat more. She goes... I have lost 7 pounds since when you guys talked to me about eating more and not feeling guilty. So eating less does not mean that you it will be required to lose weight. Because she literally just proved my whole point. Um, I don't know if I even need to go further into that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm just going to stop with that. Because she just proved my whole point of this whole myth. I mean, people, stop starving yourselves. You're doing nothing but damaging your body. And I've said that probably a hundred times already. You're literally doing nothing but damaging your body by starving yourself. And I want you to repeat that in your head. Repeat after me. You're doing nothing good for your body when you starve yourself. So stop doing it. Okay? All right. Very good. (laughs) Um, Let's move on. Myth number five. Okay, so, and this one, um, I mean, this one's just ridiculous. Weightlifting makes you look like a bodybuilder, which, that's just so wrong because, I mean, first of all, bodybuilding is purely, okay, I can't say purely, but it has a lot to do with it is genetics. If you have just the muscle structure, the bone structure, where muscle just grows on your body, like, you know, flowers in a garden when you water it every day, it's like, it's, you're going to look a certain way, but lifting, everyone has different genetics. So If you are a skinny person and you start lifting weights, you are not going to look like a bodybuilder. I can promise you that. If you are someone that is overweight and you start lifting weights, I can promise you, you are not going to look like a bodybuilder. I mean, it's just ridiculous to think that all of a sudden, if you go to the gym... And if you start, you know, doing some bicep curls, your biceps are going to grow, like, to 22 inches in one workout. I mean, we all know that's ridiculous. But it's almost that mindset. Because it's either, like, in our media, it's either people that are stick. Stick? Yeah. Stick thin. (laughs) Um, Or obese. Or like fitness model, really muscular people. It's, there's no normal people. I mean, I think they're starting to do that, but it's just the going the complete wrong way because it's either you're too thin or you're not, you know? So it's just, there's no normal people out there. And there are so many more normal people out there than what is actually advertised. Um, Because I train them every single day. Not everybody is a stick and not everybody is overweight that needs to lose weight. Not everyone is a bodybuilder. I actually do not train anybody that is actively doing a bodybuilding show or seeking out to do a bodybuilding show, even though my background is bodybuilding. Like, it's just not appealing. But you know what everyone wants to do, everyone wants to be in shape and everyone wants to build muscle and everyone wants to have you know that curvy body or the big strong shoulders and the bigger legs and you know like for the men you know it's like people want that look but they're not like I have been out of their head that they're not going to be bodybuilders because what I believe in is weightlifting and I don't advertise for bodybuilding ever And sometimes when you have a bunch of bodybuilders together, it's very, very intimidating. And you think that that's just all, like, the world is. Either the world is this or the world is that. And weight training, if you were to go into a gym and see the people that are working out, they're just your normal, average people. They really are. And there's probably, like, the two people in there. Like, out of everybody that belongs to the gym, that looks like they're a bodybuilder. I mean, it's just, there. it's like less than 5% of the population, or at least 5% of the population, that actually does the sport. Um, so, no, weightlifting does not make you look like a bodybuilder. Um, you just don't have the genetics for it. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry, but your genetics aren't that superior like, every, like all those people, so get over it, because <laughs> um, bodybuilding is a lot of genetics. So, um, let's keep moving forward. We are on number six, and this is the one that me and my client talked about today. Um, I'll tell you it, and then I'll tell you what we talked about, is number six, in order for me to be in shape, I have to run. And that's just simply no. Because why Why do we all of a sudden think that running makes you in shape? In order to be in shape, in order to look like this, in order to do that, I have to run. No, you don't. So what my client asked me today, she's like, do you like running? I said, no. Nope. <laughs> I hate running. And I tried running. I actually have run a couple 5Ks. Is it enjoyable for me? No. The people that run, like I have a friend who is a runner and she has ran, um, I mean, she runs, God, so many miles in a week. It's ridiculous. But she finds the joy in running. Is she in really good shape? Absolutely. She is because she does that with some weight training she, and she eats really healthy boom, there you go. But running is not, you don't have to run to be in shape like how she is at all. She just likes to run because that's her therapy. She just loves to do that. For me, on the other hand, you put a dumbbell in my hand and I I mean, that's my therapy. So it's like, it's just totally different. I hate, hate running. Um, But no, you do not have to run to be in shape. To be in shape, it just requires a lot more. Um, The only reason, I mean, and you can run for many different reasons um, if you truly, truly want to. If you truly enjoy running, go for a run. I mean, I'm not gonna stop you from doing something that you enjoy. Like my friend, you know, if, if I had this opinion that running is bad for you, then me and her would never be friends but running isn't bad for you. If you enjoy it, you have to do the things that you're going to enjoy because if you love running, do it. If you hate running, absolutely despise running, running makes you want to like throw up, then don't do it. I mean, walking's great exercise. If you don't mind walking, walk. Maybe ride a bike or if you're at the gym, go on the elliptical. I mean, you running is not the answer to your fitness problems it might actually cause problems for you i mean ugh and i think my friend would say also that i mean if you're not careful you running can kind of ruin your body because if you're not stretching if you're not doing mobility work if you don't have the proper shoes and if you actually don't have the proper running mechanics you can obviously get hurt okay i mean simple as that so running if you're not good at running don't do it if you don't like running don't do it if you like running do it if you like running but you're not good at it Hire a running coach and get the proper shoes. <laughs> I mean, it's just simple as that. Use your common sense, people. Running does not running does not make you in shape all of a sudden. It just doesn't. You, I mean, it just doesn't. Um, moving on because we still have a lot to go. Um, I we have all the time in the world, but I don't. Um, so <laughs> continuing number seven. And this is about, um, carbohydrates making me fat. Oh, okay. No, carbohydrates do not make you fat. And I'm going to have to refer you back to my last podcast because on the, in there. I talk about the macronutrients when we talk about carbs. Um, and we talk about how it kind of works in the body. Carbs do not make you fat. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what carbohydrates are is it is basically a i mean it's a type of sugar attached to water right hydrate water um and when you eat a lot of carbohydrates since it's already attached to water it's going to pull a little bit more water into like your cells and into your muscles um then you're going to look like you're a little bit like puffier just because of that extra water weight. So if you're eating a higher carb diet and you're a couple pounds heavier, hmm, that's probably just water. The moment you cut those out, you're going to drop that water and you're going to lose the couple pounds and you're going to look leaner. Oh my gosh. Um basically that's the manipulation of bodybuilding. So I know a lot about it. Um but um basically car- carbs do not make you fat. Just think of it if you're if you say yesterday you had a lot of carbohydrates. You had potatoes, you had rice. You had Cheez-Its and all that crap. <laughs> all the carbs basically. Then you're holding a lot of water today. So, you know what you need to do today? Is you need to drink a lot of water to help flush that water out. Okay? If not, your kidneys are going to hold on to it. You'll get dehydrated. Um, All the great things that happen. But carbs do not make you fat. Carbs hold water. Okay? Basically, that's it. And if you think that carbs make you fat, I challenge you. I certainly challenge you. Um, And actually... Let me see, this isn't on here, but I'm going to just say it anyways, um, that, ah, gosh dang it, I forgot, carbs make me fat, they do not make you fat, oh, processed foods, that's what I was going to say, processed foods, that can be a key thing, that's going to make you fat, if you go to a fast food restaurant every single day, do you really think that's good for you, obviously not. It's not. So if you're getting fat and you're eating fast food, maybe once every every single day, seven days a week, months on end, that accumulates and that is going to accumulate a lot of body fat on your body. And so you're going to say, I need to go on a no carb diet, but you're still going to be eating the healthy version of junk food, the heavily processed food, the fast food that's no carbs. You're still going to be getting body fat onto your body because you're not doing, you're not eating healthy. You're not eating the the unprocessed, the less processed foods. Simply, that's just that. Anyways, we're gonna move on. We're gonna go to number eight. So, um, number eight is about dieting, and dieting means my food is bland which is just not true at all on my instagram page sarah underscore gunter underscore personal underscore training um (laughs) then um i do have some cooking videos on there that i actually eat all the time and it is far from bland and guess what diet food is not specific so I, I don't know who told you certain foods were like the diet foods like chicken breast or chicken breast versus chicken legs or chicken thighs. It's not diet food, okay? And if you're choosing to eat chicken breast guess what, you can make it eat or taste very, very healthy. If you choose like chicken leg or chicken thigh where maybe there's a little bit more fat on there, then it's gonna taste good probably without any seasonings, maybe just some salt and pepper and that's it. But diet food, whatever that means to you, does not have to be bland. You just need to be more creative with the seasonings. And sometimes people have asked me, what seasonings can I use? Um, I don't care any seasoning that you want. Um, one thing that we get caught up in with our American style of living is sauces and sauce. Like when I was growing up barbecue sauce, oh my God, just, I, and I still do. I love barbecue sauce. It is loaded with sugar though. And it's not good for you, at all. So what I do, what I do is, I tend to look for a lower sugar barbecue sauce because if I am going to want it, then I'm gonna want it. Um, and I, I, one, I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't get upset about it either. I accept the fact that there's a lot of sugar in there. Um, and if I'm gonna break out on my face, I'm gonna break out of my face. Um, but I don't do it all the time, okay, people. So sauces make people think that sauces have to make our food taste good we have to have a sauce on everything which just it's not true you can you can have healthy food with maybe just cooked in olive oil or you have a nice seasoning blend on it and you grill something or you bake something or put it in the crock pot with a bunch of vegetables and the seasonings and like a bone broth or something, and it just soaks up all the flavor. Like, you have to be a little bit creative with it. You, diet food is not bland, and I'll be honest, for me, like, I'm okay with bland. Like, I mean, I grew up with a great, my mom was a good cook, so mom, if you're listening, shout out to you. You're a great cook. I did not pick up on your genes, so i have to deal with my cooking which is bland but guess what i actually really don't mind it i mean i can season my food salt and pepper super delicious and i don't use a lot of sauce on my foods cook with olive oil and good thing my husband kind of cooks i mean he is a good cook but he comes up with all these seasonings that they're just so amazing he's a really good cook so i mean i pick up on a few things but For you, if that is just not who you are, you have to be more creative other than just dousing everything in a sauce, okay? Use the seasonings. Use herbs. Use spices. Um, Use olive oil. Oh my God. Even salt and pepper, just salt and pepper go so far. I love, honestly, I love salt. Um... (laughs) And this is going to go into our next one. That, um, cause we're, we're going to move on. Uh, salt is bad for you, which is my number nine, um, fitness myth. And so I had to do some research on this one because I know when I say this, that salt is not bad for you. People are going to come at me with high blood pressure and they're going to be like, my doctor said that I have to reduce all my salt intake because my blood pressure, blah, 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 blah. So I get that. And it's true because sodium and a high sodium diet causes your blood pressure to raise. So if you have high blood pressure already, then you should probably be on a low sodium diet. But if you don't have high blood pressure, guess what? salt it up baby because it is just so good and it is so good for you so i'd had to do some research on this and i'm going to tell you guys basically everything um that i researched so uh we all know that sodium is a mineral minerals are essential okay salt helps maintain normal blood pressure so if you like it can also raise your blood pressure a little bit but it helps like sodium actually helps maintain the blood pressure and sodium kind of helps with the osmosis in your body and osmosis is having one side equal to the other side so having two feet of water on one wall versus two feet of water on the other wall that is perfect osmosis okay so um it, so, it also helps with healthy nerve and muscle function. So, if you are cramping all the time, my first instinct is to, okay, when you whenever you eat next, put some salt on your food, okay? As long as you don't have blood pressure issues. If you have um, blood pressure issues, then next thing I would say is maybe eat a banana because it's got some potassium in there. Drink some water, okay, um, and then obviously after that, if you if you keep on cramping, magnesium. Um, but basically, sodium helps with just healthy nerve function. Like I said, the muscle function, muscle contraction, muscle relaxation. That's obviously key because we never want to be contracted like our muscles contracted 24-7. It also helps keep a water and electrolyte balance. So, you know, like I said, with the hydration, dehydration, salt kind of helps with that, the osmosis. Remember, you know, the wall, you know, two feet of water on one side, two feet of water on the other side, we want to keep that osmosis. We want to keep that balance. If one side starts to creep up to like four or five feet of water, the other side stays at two feet of water, we're completely imbalanced. And so we need to, you know, get that balanced and, you know, it'll be figured out, obviously, whatever situation that you're in. Um, anyways, so let's see in general, okay we totally get more than this in a day just by eating just by eating normal food without adding any salt we need we get well more than five hundred milligrams of sodium in a day and in general in order to function, we need five hundred milligrams of sodium just to be living um, so I want to talk about the high blood pressure situation because Salt does not cause it, (laughs) but what, what does cause it? Okay. So the more, so this is what, okay. I'm going to not just not stutter. I'm just going to tell you straight up when you eat processed food and your arteries get clogged up, guess what? Your heart has to pump 10 times harder to get that blood from your heart. To whatever part of the body that it needs to go to. If you have a bunch of plaque in your arteries and it starts getting blocked up, then guess what? It's gonna have to pump a lot harder because it's not going through as efficiently as it needs to be, obviously. And so your blood pressure, the actual pressure that go that your heart has to pump in and out, goes up because it has to work a lot harder. So when in jet, when in just in general, when you eat processed food, junk food, um, like fast food, anything that comes in a box that doesn't come from the from the earth, anything that's highly, highly, highly processed is going to clog your arteries and in turn raise the blood pressure. And then your di- then your doctor tells you to eat a low-sodium diet, and so then we think sodium causes high blood pressure when it doesn't. So... Stop eating fast food. Stop eating the highly processed foods as much. We can enjoy things, but if you're eating it all the time, you're clearly just causing the plaque to build up, and it's just a cycle, and it's horrible, so don't do it. (laughs) I mean, we're not perfect. Let me just rephrase that. Limit it. Because if you have high blood pressure and if you're still eating fast food, this little pill's not going to save your life. It just won't. You have to change your lifestyle. You have to change your lifestyle. If you have these issues, figure out what caused them and then eliminate those things. So if you go to McDonald's every single day, yeah, I'd probably cut that back. Okay? Simple as that. Just as simple as that. Um, but I want to get that out of the way because I know people are going to be coming at me saying that, yeah, salt causes, you know, high blood pressure, which eh, no, not really. Um, so we're going to move on and we're going to go to number 10. And this one just bugs me because I do hear it all the time as a personal trainer is I don't want to build muscle and I just want to be toned. So that's my number 10 fitness myth. Um... Toned is not even a, f- a word that should be used in the community of health and fitness. Because there's no such thing as toned. <coughs> Sorry. um, You are building muscle. It's not, you're not toning the muscle. You're building the muscle. When you are lifting weights or you're doing the resistance training, whether it's body weight or with dumbbells or with kettlebells or a TRX or whatever, you're doing resistance training. And so what happens is your actual muscle cells are doing a lot of contracting, okay? Boom, 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 boom going crazy. And in turn, they are actually going to grow in size a little bit. And that actually is what the tone, the, one, the thing that you're looking for the muscle building, that is what's actually happening. Your muscles are getting stronger. They're getting slightly bigger, which is giving you the look that, "ooh, I just got more toned in my arms. No, not really. You just actually built that muscle up. That's all that happened. And here's the cool part. If you followed a nice little meal like a healthy meal plan or just something where we're not eating the fast food like I was talking about you're actually going to be shedding some body fat in the process and then your muscle will actually be exposed even more because the less body fat you have on your body the more that we can see the muscle what a what a theory (laughs) I mean isn't that just an amazing concept um You're not your overall goal, whether it's to be toned, your actual goal is muscle building. And it's that's a fun process. It's a fun, fun, fun process. It never ends. And it's just stop saying toned because we're not toned. We're strong, right? We're strong humans. Um, not toned humans. Stop saying toned. And I'm going to end it. <laughs> that is my my 10 biggest fitness myths exposed. Um hopefully you have heard some things that you haven't heard before. Um because there are so many things out there that are just either flat out lies or people just are just get it wrong. Like for example, the salt situation just irks me also the carbs um and the running people still it just drives me crazy sometimes when I hear the same thing all the time of just does this help with this does this help with this it's like no I mean what's what's your goal first of all like you have to have a like is your goal in line with that whole process if it's not it it doesn't apply to you so really a lot of these things is just what is your goal? Where are you in your fitness journey? Does it apply to you or not? And it's just you're going to have to look at all that. Um you know, you got to you got to be real with yourself, people. Um but basically that's just it. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast and thank you we're like 54 minutes in thank you for sticking with me this long this is my longest podcast um you can tell because i think my voice is more hoarse it's a a lot of very dry i got my water next to me but of course i'm not gonna drink it until after the podcast is done um so please subscribe please go like my page on instagram sarah gunter personal training like my page on facebook sarah gunter cpt um as in certified personal trainer and share this with your friends share this with your family subscribe give me a five-star rating show me some love tag me in your instagram stories or on your page or whatever um I'd love to hear your feedback from this episode, so please review. Please leave me a review, Um, and please stay tuned for the next episode, and I'm going to try to do a couple a week, so be on the watch out for that. So I'm going to end this podcast. Thank you again for listening. I appreciate you way more than you would know, so have a great rest of your day, and be on the lookout for the next one.